0: Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you enjoy it, please like, share, and subscribe. Also, please leave us a review on your selected platform. If you're unaware of how to leave us a review, please go to ratethispodcast.com words to find your appropriate platform for your device. Also, while you're on the web, go ahead and check out our new website at www.useyourwords.cc. So before we get started, I just want to take a few moments to explain what's going to be happening in this episode. This episode, the topic was truth. Now, there were some parts due to some uh, circular reasoning, some thoughts that I think just were not 100% fleshed out enough and that were just honestly not useful. And I don't think that the person who made the comments realized how inaccurate and that they were. So what I've done is I have taken a lot of those comments out and I'm going to leave in as much as sounds useful on this episode. Now, that being said, at the end, uh, shortly after the outro music goes on, I'll go ahead and add on some of the thoughts I've had post-recording and further expound upon some of these things. You might even hear me break into the episode and say, hold on a minute, let's talk about this further because i think we're really doing a disservice to not actually delve deep into it only allowing it to be surface level is dishonesty and the whole point of this is to talk about truth especially now in a postmodern relativistic world that we live in and this is not to uh diss Aaron or Josh they are still growing up they are still learning they are still finding their footing in the world and i have understandably, a little more experience than them. I am a little bit older. I've been around the block a few more times. I have had those experiences. I've been kicked down. I've been brought back up. I can see from my own history how truth has become something that's very important. Because when we start allowing it to be relativistic to our emotional needs at the time, things start going crazy. So like I said, post-outro music, I'm going to add in some things and you might hear me break into the actual podcast once in a while. And when I do, you'll say, hey, hold on, this is Paul. That's When you hear me say that, you'll know that that's me breaking and pausing the podcast to maybe expound upon some things. So that being said, let's go ahead and get started with this week's episode. Josh had a rant saved up, yes, so, so I want
1: to what's hear what's this rant. rant. Um, uh <clears throat> So, so let's 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 uh, in and that and that aspect is. Come uh, on, I he you go. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I mean, what was it? Uh, What's the word I'm looking for here?
0: It's the word that will be lost forever to history. Mm. The word that will never be spoken, never heard of, never understood, never discovered to be written or listened to, read, loved, cared for, or hated. It's a word that Josh will ever be eternally searching for. (laughs) And it's the word that is not Aaron's word of the week. Because we don't know what that word is. But you do have a word of the week. Uh, With Josh, of course It's a Josh and Aaron word of the week because I come on, how can you two not have a word together? You're right. However, for this one, I did not give Josh examples from the web on how to use it because honestly, if you need examples, I don't know what you're doing with your life. On we're screwed, by the Um, way, with this
2: word. Really,
0: it was a very popular word. It was scrolling across the top of dictionary.com as a word that had over 4,000% increase in search history for it recently. So something happened. I don't know what it is that caused it to happen like this. So the word today, Aaron, that you need to define. And again, once I give Josh the uh, go, you will have a minute. But here's the word. semiology.
2: Semia, C-me- semiology,
0: semiology, S E M I O L O G Y. Now, if you know anything about English, you know ology indicates something important. Not that it it's is important, but, but so it's a study of seeing something. Me. So, Josh, are you ready to go? Yep. You got a minute, and he already has some part of it figured out. So let's see. You got you might be you might be able to do this. Let's see if you can do it. If you can do it in thirty seconds, bonus. But get the full minute ready and go.
1: What do you do before a test? Study. What are hieroglyphics?
2: I mean, it's just like images that were... I mean, as a form of communication. Images drawn on a wall normally. Okay. Symbols.
1: Okay, yes. Now, what's the red... The red aha uh-huh. the red thing that you approach that says stop on it that is a stop, stop. sign okay so it is the a study of of signs
2: wait hold and up and signs in what commun what was what was the first thing you asked me hieroglyphics no you asked me something before that oh what do we do studying so it's a, a of hieroglyphics and what are hieroglyphics? They are Shoot, what? what was the last thing
0: you asked me?
2: <laughs> hieroglyphics. It's a study. I forgot what the last question was. Okay. Now.
0: It's close enough. It was close enough.
2: Wait, what, what did you ask me? So it was this. Why, why did that already leave my you, mind you so quickly? You said study? it was um, symbols of signs
0: and symbols and symbols. Yeah, yeah, symbols. That's, I said. Cl- and that's all it is? Yeah. God, I was God. actually impressed, Mr. Johnson. You realize symbols. you realize that ology means the study of. Mm-hmm. That is impressive, actually. <clears throat> Congratulations, Ow. you got you you get brownie points. Yes, those brownie points can be traded for nothing. Well, what the heck? <laughs> and that is the unfortunate truth that you must live with now and be understand. Oh. Speaking of which, truth. <laughs> nice. <laughs> of course. Now, would you have rather me lie to you about the brownie points being worth something and then them actually not being worth something?
2: I guess not. Thank you for being truthful
0: to me. (laughs) That was horrible. Um, (laughs) But my question then is, and actually I think this might have been your question maybe? Or was this Josh's question? This this is Josh's question. That's right. Mm -hmm. It was more of a statement than a question. And it was, people would rather hear the truth than lies.
1: I thought it was the other way around. You just see all these memes on people would rather hear a lie than hear the truth. The lie I keeps seen... them comfortable. The truth makes them uncomfortable.
0: That's right. Never mind. I I wrote it incorrectly. People would rather hear lies than the truth. Let's expand upon this further. People would rather hear the lies than the truth. Why is that? What, what about our society is more geared towards the lies right now the, over the truth?
2: I. Second, what Josh started saying, which is, was it makes them more comfortable. They don't have to, well, I guess the, this, <laughs> I thought we talked about it at puppies one night. Well, when we were talking about this thing, but you had mentioned how is it, was it that Lizzo Oh yeah, singer where she's like, Oh, I'm healthy or she, I don't, I don't know what she looks like. But from what I understand, she's a bigger lady. And she's like, but I'm healthy and stuff like that, you know, big and beautiful, whatever, that kind of whole thing. But then I thought it was this one fitness lady's like, no, like that's not true. She is not really actually healthy. That's not a good lifestyle type thing. People don't want to hear that because that means you have to do work to be healthy. And that is not fun. It's working for a good, well, I guess just working in general is
1: not something you want to have to do. It's like how a lot of Christians, they try to find a pastor that preaches on what they want to hear. Like they know the Bible says stuff, but it says so much that they want a pastor to tell them what they want to hear, then actually read it and do it themselves. It's not along the lines the, of the, um, the reality of it or them actually doing the work. It's more along the lines of them not liking the fact that they have to change something they're already doing. Okay. That's how I see it. It's uh, the phrase of, I want to be able to do what I want, when I want, that's with the- who I want, how I want, and nobody has the right to tell me otherwise. That's the mentality that people want to have. I was going to say, that's almost the
2: American way, but that's probably that's just the worldly way. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I, I, we've had this conversation at work where it's like, I mean, you want to, well, this comes to whole making money and stuff like that. But it's like you want to have to do the least amount of work but still yet make the most amount of money that you can kind of thing. So it's like we already have this mentality of we don't want to do a lot to get something we want. Like we're not willing w- not willing to put the work and effort into the outcome.
0: Into the outcome. Yeah. So uh, let me ask you this question. Do it. Being a Velpert. Oh, great. And I'm not saying your company does this, okay? I'm what? saying... In this imaginary scenario, okay, uh-huh. you being a Velpert. Me being a Velpert. Because when, you, when you're when you talking about truth and lies, ultimately one of the things that's going to come up is, is it morally right or wrong to do certain things? Because truth and lies lie in morality and the ethics of it all. So if you have a client come to you and said, we need um, a strap of some sort, okay? Cool. You guys are good at Velcro or not Velcro. Speed wrap. Make speed wrap straps. You make speed wrap <clears> straps, <throat> and you're the best in your industry. Heck yeah! Because and we need this speed yeah. wrap strap to support a 200 pound male. All right, all right. It and, and you go. Well, we don't have any that can do that. You know that that's what all you're right. doing. But then your boss is like, "Just tell them it will work." <laughs> you're, you're not. Ooh. The reason the, you know is is because the customer wants to hear that you can do it. Yeah. And your boss is like. Just lie, don't care, just do it.
2: Make that money.
0: That's a problem. First off, that opens up the company to so legal liabilities. Again, right. not that your company would ever do that. Nope. Most companies would will not break the law in that regard. People do not want to hear about things they have to change, like Josh was saying. Th- they want to be comfortable with where they're at. Now, you brought up the Lizzo versus was that uh, Julian Smith? Julian Michaels. Julian Michaels. Yep. So oh. here is some wonderful. Oh, I'm an idiot.
2: Julian Smith is that like comedian song guy on YouTube. All right. <laughs> Julian Michaels. Yeah. Yeah. Go on.
0: So this is a perfect example of people not wanting to believe something because it means they have to change things. Mm-hmm. So the whole argument is that Julian Michaels, she said she was concerned about Lizzo's weight. And if you look at a picture of Lizzo, well, she's a little. She's up dear. She's a little rotund, as you'd put it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm a little rotund as well. <laughs> okay. I, I'm being honest here. Mm-hmm. So just like, you know, the, one of the other episodes where I said, Hey, guess what? I'm half Mexican. I can talk about this. Guess what? I'm a rotund. I can talk about this too. Look at this. <laughs> How wonderful. Right. Uh-huh. Mm. Cause if, uh, Joshy boy over here talked about her. Well, I mean, he'd be fat shaming her. Dude, that's he, disgusting. He's a little skinny boy. Well, at least Ish.
2: compared to us. skinniest boy. He is kind of taking over me a little bit, but. Oh, that's, <laughs> hey you've said it <laughs> don't look at me like
0: that so all the supporters of lizzo that are coming out they're getting upset uh, with you know this Julian Jillian Michaels, Michaels yeah because they're like well that's, weight that's... is nothing it's not gonna cause issues oh I'm sorry yes <laughs> it does oh but it does though it causes high blood pressure causes diabetes it causes Joint issues, it causes some other things too. Cardiovascular health, health, and all that. Guess what? If she's not feeling it now, she is going to feel it eventually. Now, how old is Lizzo? I don't know. Don't okay. Care.
2: So, well, I mean, same, but
0: yeah. Just you know, careers. she's she's popular right now in the music industry. So yeah, right now she's all the big rage, you know, and yep. like, ah, and they're going, Well, you're putting too much emphasis on the effects of weighted health. I'm sorry, it is a thing that affects your health
2: yeah absolutely it's not the only thing no it's not the
0: only thing but i it, that's going to impact if you die back or not that's going to impact your blood pressure that's going to impact your lipid levels that's going to impact how uh, efficient your heart and lungs are that's going to impact your joints that's going to impact a bunch of stuff
2: mm-hmm. yeah
0: that's not sugar coated. nope if julian says hey look i'm concerned you're a little rotund maybe lose some little sub-white. She's not fat shaming the lady, although because she's skinny, therefore she is already not fat shaming. It's just, right. a, just the same thing as you're white, so therefore you can't talk about racism. Mm. The, this article here they say expressing concerns about someone being fat is a bias. It is not truth telling. Yeah, okay. Because they're saying you're telling your truth, not their truth. <laughs> <laughs> That's that makes so, no sense. That
2: is so stupid. See, and,
1: and that goes kind of what we were talking about on transparency. It's there needs to be a baseline of what truth is. If there isn't, it's 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 like morals. Okay, you have a baseline set of morals that help you choose where you're gonna go, how you're gonna go. You know, it just helps you guide you down a path. And it's like a universal law. A moral is a, you shouldn't kill another human unless they're trying to take your life. And even then, you don't even have to kill them. You know, that's
0: that's just how it is. You shouldn't kill humans. You shouldn't eat humans. That's just universally well you should need humans for multiple reasons but yes but um that's just universally an accepted thought you know so you have to have truth
1: to it if i can't tell somebody that they need to um look out for their well-being because they don't want to hear it well i have freedom of speech but then that's considered hate speech it's well, <clears throat> i i uh, there needs to be a baseline truth. Like there is with morals and decisions, the truth is there for
0: discussions. I don't know. It uh, just it frustrates me when that happens. Hold on. This is Paul. Let me interject here. I disagree with Josh on this. What Josh was just doing was trying to take two concepts, a relativistic concept and a concept that he is arguing for that should have strict foundation that is not subjective, that should be objective. And he's trying to mix the two together saying that they should, because we want truth to be objective, it should be like morals. Well, unfortunately, morals are relatively subjective while truth should be objective. Truth is I can see something, I can measure it, I can quantify it somehow. It's not how do I feel about it. Morals are usually guided by stuff like how we're brought up, our intellectual uh, thoughts, our philosophies, our religious backgrounds, etc. And those are going to be more subjective. What is appropriate culturally and morally here and now in the year 2020 United States morally may not be acceptable in the year 2050 in the United States or Spain or Australia. At the same time, what is acceptable morally 2020 in the United States is way different than what was acceptable morally 1800s in the United States. To say that you have to have a baseline moral status, the same way as you have to have a baseline truth status, are two things that you're trying to compare, which are not comparable or equal. It is possible to want to say, "I want baseline truth." Baseline truth being anything that is measurable, anything that you can. Touch you can quantify. It is dishonest to say you want baseline morality, because that is going to be different per culture, per time, per person.
2: I would also say um, that saying that someone who is skinny can't give any advice or talk to somebody that is on the heavy side, and talk to them about losing weight, and saying that's not their truth. As I mean, I've seen friends that have been bigger people. And then they put in the hard work to lose the weight, and now they are skinny. So, it's like, at one point, they were just like you, but then they worked to actually become healthy. So, it's like, how can you say that's not the same truth to them or whatever? It's just right. like, they were literally in the same boat as you. So,
0: so this whole concept of truth versus your truth, you know, know how recent that is? How recent? 2018 recent. What? This is now, there has always been this moral relativism that the culture has undergone and lived through that <clears> it's been most common that you see that under the postmodern um, <laughs> depiction of everything. Uh-huh. But now we're into this whole age of relativism where my truth is this, Aaron's truth is this, and Josh's truth is this, and guess what? They're all true. So this whole concept of personal truth is eroding at the fact that there is a common shared truth. Because if we don't have that common shared truth, you don't have much of anything else. Mm. You don't have the ability to discern what is right and wrong. Because how can anything be wrong if my truth says it is right? Mm. How can anything be right or wrong if I'm saying, per my truth, anyone who speeds five miles over the speed limit should get the death sentence? But that's my truth. How can you tell me my truth is wrong?
2: Your truth is just wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually, we need more of that. So in the, in the, going back to this whole Lizzo Julian Michaels thing, right? Yeah. So, you know, okay, maybe the, the way in which she approached it maybe wasn't the best because she did like over Twitter, you know, oh, in a public course. forum, not That's, one-on-one directly. See, and yeah, that okay. So it's not so, the best way to do it, yeah. Yeah, so I I'm I'm not saying how she approached it was the best. I'm not saying hundred percent that She's one hundred percent right, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But you have something like that come up, and then all of a sudden, and here I'm going to throw a little shade at uh, NewsGuard. You know, NewsGuard gives Vox a green check across the board, essentially, except for handles difference between news and opinion responsibly. And they're in here saying, "Oh, it's not Michaels; it's it's Michaels, not Lizzo, who needs to change her behavior," because mm. they're saying she, she she's thin privileged and.
2: That's so stupid. And, like You have to work for that.
0: And then treating weight and health as though they are synonymous can occur to unhealthy weight loss strategies. Okay. There's a difference between going way underweight, like anorexic, bulimic, and that. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference between being a healthy weight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Your healthy weight track runner, guess what? By and large, they are more fit than your 300-pound couch potato.
2: No incorrect
0: is that according to your truth is or the more, real truth
2: it's according to my truth yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> so i mean that comes along with the whole and, and i'm sure you're aware of it the body acceptance movement actually
2: oh well i mean yes kind of yes
0: kind of <laughs> maybe
2: no i mean i'm i'm i guess aware that people don't want to body shame other people because everybody is beautiful
0: but yeah and that's like it's
2: it's ah. Uh, I mean, yes, everybody is obviously very unique in their own way, but it's, you don't have to, I guess, look at them from their outside appearance as being the way of being unique. Right.
0: And I get it. Like, you know, I, I feel like I'm speaking bad of the guy, but I'm not, you know, he, he he's deceased now, but my cousin, mm. um, he's, he was definitely uh, more skinny than Brewer, more built, you mm-hmm. know, good Mexican jeans in him. Mm. Muscular, muscular, and all that. It's nice. weird, it's weird. Mexicans, we're either fat or we're skinny muscle. <laughs> <laughs> there's no like in between. This I don't get it. Yeah, they're, they're half. Off. They're half white. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, can't, I I don't know this dude's parents. But they got some white in them. But anyways, so my, you know, my cousin, he is half white, half Mexican, but he definitely looked that more Mexican side of things, and uh, he. All of his girlfriends were always kind of a little bigger. Okay. And he's like, literally, he's like, I love me the big girls. He's like, they're so much more fun. I'm like, okay, you do you, sir. You know, just because, uh-huh. you know, that might not be what's in vogue right now. Like, right now, the in, I guess you could say the in vogue is like the stupid skinny person. You know, oh, like they're yeah, crazy yeah. skinny. Um, you know, but the in vogue, so that's the in vogue thing. But then you look at, you know... Other people are going to have their own tastes, and those tastes mm-hmm. evolve and change as time goes on, mm-hmm. because nothing is ever going to stay the same. You look at old history, guess what are, um, you know, renaissance times and that? People liked a little bit larger woman. They weren't speaking their truth, they were just speaking the truth of, this is what I liked. Right. You, you don't have to say, I have to speak the, the truth, the- or, or my truth, or... Right. So, th- there's... Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what drives me nuts is always, 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 is the wonderfulness, the fact that anyone can say, Well, that's what I believe and that's my truth, so therefore it is true.
1: Yeah. That's what are your truths
0: there, Mr. Brewer?
1: Comes down to a preference. What you prefer.
2: Yeah, okay. but no, what
1: are your truths though? The truths are what you choose to allow yourself to believe. I mean, there are people out there that believe the Earth is round, regardless of the fact that we've built multi-million dollar rockets to send up multi-million dollar satellites to go around the Earth. It's It's clearly flat. I find that people, more often than not, not take the truth that best fits their personal... A.K.A. my truth versus the truth? Not necessarily. I mean, they could, at one point in time... It's... I want to say it's my truth because usually if it's my truth, it's more of a consistency, I would say. Like if I choose to not see myself as fat, but as a, a bodybuilder, you know, like I don't let, you know, somebody tell me I'm fat or anything like that. But if I think people will not do the my truth, but in the moment truth, like when- I, I know there are some people and depending on who they're around, they will acknowledge truths differently. They will acknowledge truth based on what the group thinks. So if um, somebody says something and a bunch of people in the group, you know, if this person knows that the people in the group wouldn't be on the same side as the person that just said so let's say Aaron mentioned something, let's broad broad spectrum here. Okay, this gonna uh, touchy but media topic. Let's say Aaron says he's not for abortion. But this person might be for abortion, but Aaron doesn't know that, but he's with the group that he knows is against abortion he could sit there and just side with the people who are against abortion just because he wants to be a part of the larger sum than be of the minute. So what would be known as like a popular? The popular truth. truth. The popular truth, yeah. I think I see that a little bit more. Um, And going along the lines, it does float along the the same lines as my truth because the popular truth, therefore, if you are telling someone that they need to lose weight, you're in a sense body shaming someone and they can turn around and spin it back on you. Regardless, I could say, Aaron, you need to lose weight. You could look at Paul and me and go, Excuse you? Who who do you think you are to be able to tell me about my own body? You know? And Paul could go, Oh, yeah. I didn't hear what he said, but you know, but you personally could care less. But you're making it a deal.
0: You're making it something it doesn't need to be. I have a question. <laughs> oh. What is the difference between my truth and belief? What is the difference between my truth and my belief? A- and belief. I didn't say my belief. And but belief. belief. But belief. Like, what, what's the difference?
1: What are you defining as belief? The belief is something that doesn't exist at all. And the truth, the hypothetical truth that you want someone to believe.
0: The correct answer is there is no difference. My truth is a belief, <laughs> which is an opinion. Gosh that, makes, that, makes,
1: that makes more sense. <laughs> I was
0: like, come on, Brewer. It's not that hard. So, it was for me. <laughs> so, what they talk about in this here is that in order for something to be true, it has to exist and it has to have only one quantity. It's a binary option. It's either true or false. True or false, Aaron is sitting here. That's true or false. That is a truth. It is not a my truth, is that Aaron is sitting over there. But physically he is here.
2: So my spirit is over there yeah. somehow.
0: Yeah. So that that's not that's not how I, I don't believe that. I can't quantify that as singularly true because in this case both things have to be true, which we can see that one is not, even though you are mentally projecting yourself over there. But that is not the case. You are sitting here to my left. That is true. It is singular and is one. The most ancient scriptures known to man, um, and when I say and these come from the Far East, um, they're called the Rig Veda of Hinduism. Now, when they say mm-hmm. the ancient scripture, they're, this website is more focusing on the each Eastern traditions, not, uh, no more di-Christianity and that. Mm-hmm. But so they're, they're talking about some Hinduism ones. And they famously declare that truth is one, though the sages call it by many names, only deliberate or foolish. People can twist us into saying or meaning that everything is truth, which I have also heard that everything is truth, but nothing is truth.
2: What? I'm glad I haven't heard that before.
0: But the key, Until now. But the key in that phrase is that truth is one, as in that there is only one truth, although it can be presented, taught, and spoken about using different systems and different terminologies. In other words, I can say the truth is that Johnson, Aaron, you're sitting in this chair, right? But I can also talk about to Brewer and say, Brewer, your friend who shall not be named is sitting in the chair to my left. Both statements are true. They are both true about the single fact, which is you sitting in the chair. Therefore, the truth is one. <laughs> Even old times talked about that there is really only one truth: that you can't say everything is relatively true. Oh man. I love how Aaron Spartan just went, mm-hmm. I, just, I don't like that. <laughs> Ugh. I was having too much fun now. So, here's my question then. When you translate that over into the Christian world, how does that translate? Does my truth translate properly? Mm-mm. Why not? Like, isn't like my truth is? So, can should Christians say my truth? I say would say his, say his
2: truth. The truth. Because Jesus is the truth. Right. Well, yeah. Yes. So, that's uh, yeah, it's not my. Which that's is... what I believe in. Uh-huh. But it is not my truth. Right? Right. So I thought. Okay.
0: Whew. I'm glad I'm making it this far. <laughs> so, I mean, you don't have, because let's let, let's think about this for a second here and let's be honest. You know, if we say our truth is the right way, well, our truth, if you think about the nature of man, what does it say in the Bible? Man's heart is. Oh, shoot. I don't need you to do an exact quote. You can do a paraphrase.
2: Wait, the man's heart is what?
0: Yeah, what is a man's heart? Man's heart is sinful. <laughs> Messed up. <laughs> Good paraphrase. I'll take it. Dece- you know, deceitfully wicked. Yes. So if we are going by what our truth is, our truth is a cocaine pile with porn and, you know, doing illegal things. Yeah. I'm glad you're rocking your fist. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
2: Sex, drug, and drugs, and rock
0: and roll, baby. Woo! But that's not what reality is. Because, you no. know, if, if we were following our hearts as to what we wanted as saying that's our truth, but yet we are called as Christians to not live that way, but live the truth that Christ called us to. So, as the Gospel Coalition put it, the Christian faith is liberating since we don't have to build our lives on our truth. We don't have to worry about what that truth is to be defined because it's already been defined for us. Mm-hmm. We only have to worry about attempting to follow that truth to the end as well as possible. Yeah that also starts happening then would you say because if you if you have people you know even Christians who say my truth right well then they're saying they're they're like hijacking the gospel and saying its this is my gospel
2: right which uh uh-uh. no 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 you didn't die and hang on no tree
0: right and, and they get they give the example of you know you want to even kind of look at this they take a look at you know Saul who became Paul you know hmm he could have easily have said, my truth, my gospel, his self-reliance, you know, through all this. Instead, what did he say? No, he turned around and said, no, but this isn't a, this isn't me. You know, you know, you had the early church kind of following, you know, arguing, are they going to follow Paul? Or are they going to follow these other people? And he comes in and says, no, 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 we got to be united. We you don't do that. Because that could have easily have happened in the early days.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Saul's whole thing into paul i mean it is was a crazy crazy and very rough whole situation too
0: right but he could have easily have taken that where he's like well look this is what i experienced this is my truth yeah now i'm saying this not to discredit because there are people who will uh forget the name of the book it was like my truth my uh was it my truth my trauma you know that they were abused at at some you know by something i'm not belittling them the phrase my truth just has gotten far out of hand Hmm. you know there's really what it comes down to there's truth there's lie (laughs) and the fact that you want to believe a lie is human nature because human nature by itself does not want to be confronted with the truth the truth being a front to our natural heart's desires our heart's desires to be complacent to be held into a position where we want to be coddled to where the truth confronts us with a lot of that as a disinfectant, and tells us that we can no longer be comfortable. We have to move into zones which we do not care for. We therefore do not like the truth. We skew the truth mm-hmm. because but, <clears throat> it tells us we don't have to change.
2: Yeah, we can go about living our comfortable little life. Um, which yeah, I do kind of find it funny how normally when you hear about the truth, it's normally something that hurts at first. Yeah, and that you don't really want to because Feel like when you go now, granted, the truth also can be very uplifting, but it's like normally you have to speak some truth to somebody. It's not an easy thing to do because it's probably going to hurt in some way.
0: Okay, so yeah, so just like let's say Aaron, you're a kid, right? You're a mm. little kid again.
2: <laughs> again? Or s- yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> no, cool. you're, let's say you're like five years old. Okay. Oh. You're running around outside. You fall and scrape your knee on the cement. Eh. what does your mommy do then
2: mm, she kissed my boo-boo after she kisses it Aww. what
0: why'd she pour on it to stop infection uh a band-aid
2: hydrogen,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I hydrogen peroxide yeah, yeah or if she's really hardcore this uh the isopro alcohol oh i don't I, No, i don't think but regardless both of them what what do they do they cleanse. They that cleanse. wound, And what and happens when they're cleansing that wound? It hurts. It stings. Yes. The truth in this instance is like oh. that that alcohol or uh-huh. that hydrogen peroxide that cleanses that wound. Yeah. Because here's the deal. When when either we lie or lie to mm-hmm. or, you know, it's going to create a wound of some sort. Obviously, you're not seeing it because, well, if that's the case, we would see a wounds on you all the time. But we're not seeing that. <laughs> Yeah, and you know I would s- wounds on me all the time and all that too but that's not the case me telling you know in this case okay let's let's do a nice example here okay. and by nice example I mean a made up example oh. don't get mad at him Amy <laughs> uh oh
2: <laughs> I like where this is going
0: Aaron oh, kills no. Josh oh. to take over as backup husband ripped <laughs> Aaron is feeling all good about himself on the day of the wedding he has Josh's body in a duffel bag in the trunk of his vehicle. <laughs> I find out about it, and before I turn him into the police, I confront him.
2: Why, why would you confront
0: me? That's not going to feel good for you, first off.
2: That you confront me. Yeah, I want to consider putting you in next <laughs> to Josh.
0: <laughs> first
2: off,
1: I just want to make note of the fact that I'm not even present at my own wedding, and he's on the altar. Yeah, and nobody's asking <laughs> questions. That's not good. Dude, no, everybody knows. Everybody died, knows.
2: Just not, not how.
1: No, everybody. But, but the fact that the wedding's still going on, and I just died, and how do we know I just died? I'm still in a duffel bag in the back of your car. Well, you've Every-
0: gone missing. No, everyone assumes at this point you got what you got cold feet and left. But the fact that oh, he <laughs> actually, the fact that he ended up actually being backup husband. You know, that's an extreme example, right? Yes. But what if it? Let's take a little less extreme example where there's no death. Okay, Aaron. You are married one day in the future.
2: That's still pretty freaking
0: extreme. (laughs) (laughs) You're not dead. (laughs) You're just married. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You're married. And Josh is coming home from work one day, and he sees another woman in the car that's not your wife. And he has some suspicions, and he comes to you first. You know, he's going the right way, and he talks to you, and he confronts you about it. That's not exactly uh, a pleasant and pain free conversation at first.
2: No, because it would probably for if depending on how I'm feeling that day, one, it could set me off and be like, Well, why the heck would you assume that, you little freaking turd, and I'll just be well, pissed off at you. But let, let's assume unless you saw something going on. But let, let's like,
0: assume in this scenario, you he he has suspicions, but you know it's true.
2: I would probably fight you back. Wait, why would you fight me? Because I don't want you to know the truth. But I already know the truth. No, you don't. You, you have suspicions. suspicions. Yeah, I know. I know the truth.
1: It's really I
0: really you to going. know if Aaron's... You know what? <laughs> well,
1: <let's-
0: laughs> you're
2: not entirely wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you're not. But but I'm what I'm getting at is like a disinfectant. That hurts. cleaning a wound. That stinks. The truth can hurt when it's applied to a yes. wound of a lie or a betrayal or whatever. Yeah. No, oh, absolutely and, and even the bible says this that wound is probably going to be a lot easier coming from a friend brewer than than you know the hotel clerk you know it, uh, from a friend that 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 cut that truth if you think of it that way that uh pouring in that alcohol mm-hmm. is a lot better than like we'll see i a, someone like maybe a stranger you, or, or, not, or not, not i used to know someone you, that maybe let's say this ex that you broke up with in this fictional scenario yeah you you broke up on very Bad terms, and she like always wants see, to get revenge on you. No, yeah, that is terrifying. But if in this case she tells you the truth about it, and then that she, I'm what I'm doing is wrong. Yep, and then she immediately goes, hey wifey, wifey. <laughs> ooh, uh, ooh, <laughs> that would, I, it's
2: going to hurt more. That yes, that would definitely hurt more. It's
0: going. The truth is going to come out at that point. Yes, I, the first way with Brewer confronting you, even though you might fight him. The truth is gonna hopefully Brewer would push for the truth to still come out to let Mm -hmm. your wife know. But how would your wife ever find out from you telling her or from your ex girlfriend? See now, yes, that's
2: (laughs) that's what would set me off is if so she finds out about this and then doesn't give me the chance to like own up to it and be like, yeah, I just I screwed this up, and then not letting giving me the chance to go tell my wife. Yeah, on my own. If she, the ex does it, just because she wants to get back at me, that would set me off. Now, if it were a stranger, uh-huh. the stranger could either be like, nice, getting game, good for you, or the stranger could be like, I don't know, hopefully not like that, because hopefully people just know what's right and wrong and not want to...
0: Uh, yeah.
2: But, I, that's giving too much hope for a of society
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes way, way too much and that's stop <laughs>
2: why y'all copying each other all the <laughs> time
1: and we timed it really well and i was i wasn't even trying yeah but Good yeah job.
0: that happens and right <clears throat> again truth we avoid it because it hurts yeah well We're. and I, just
2: all we want to live for is ourselves Right. We don't want anything getting in the way of what we want to do ourselves.
0: And that's where it comes back to that whole my truth thing. Yeah. My truth is I want to be comfortable. So, therefore, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do these things. I'm going to avoid whatever. I'm going to avoid my responsibilities.
2: I'm going to. My game.
0: my truth is I'm a pro gamer and I'm only going to game from now on.
1: Nice.
2: How are you going to keep playing games when you don't have any income? My truth is that you will pay my bills for me. Right. I got you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, <laughs> I could be like, man, I could, my truth could be, I love eating mac and cheese and hot wings and ice cream all day, every day for the rest of my life. And just sitting down enjoying entertainment, whether it be games or funny videos and your truth is that die you roll everywhere. Yes. No, I'll die at 30. Like Josh predicted I would. So,
0: No, well, I guess it's only fair since we predicted he has triplets. That's all right. Yeah, I can take that. (laughs) So now we know either (laughs) will will happen. What? That or Josh will have triplets and be gray by the age of 26. And Aaron will be dead by 30. I guess we'll find out what happens. My truth is that Josh is a liar. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) But that's my truth, not the truth. Uh, Then what is the truth? The truth. Is there truth? No, not anymore. (laughs) There isn't truth anymore. Wow, that's a bold statement. Yep. Why do you say there's no truth?
2: Because if everybody's true, what can be true? The truth. But what is the truth if it's all individual truth?
0: The individual truth. Oh, individual tooth. Individual truth (laughs) is called relativism.
1: Ah, yeah. But how do you even know what is relative truth if there is no baseline for truth? Because without a baseline of truth, you have no ability to understand relative
0: truth. Therefore, it is only relative perspective here's how you can here's how you know what is true and what isn't if something can be measured it's true i can measure aaron's weight it's true i can measure his height it's true i can measure his waist it's true i can measure his hair color it's true but you can't measure his emotion no i can't you can't measure my thoughts no i can't that is where i have to then flip it over to believe now where does do i believe that aaron is angry Maybe. Yes. Do so I believe that Aaron is sad or happy? Yes. That doesn't impact a truth. What does an emotion impact have? A, what does an emotion have an impact on the physical aspects of Aaron? I can say Aaron is feeling an emotion. I don't know what it is, but he's crying. Objectively, that is true. Subjectively, I know he's feeling an emotion, but I don't know which. It could be anger, could be rage, could be happiness, could be joy, could be sadness, could be whatever. Ecstasy. Who knows? mm So, in that case, the subjective is is impacting the objective, but the objective is he's crying. The subjective is the emotion behind it, which may or may not matter. Aaron may say, I'm hurt. That is a subjective thing. Objectively, he feels hurt, but subjectively, why does he feel hurt? Hmm. What caused it? Did Josh flick one of his boogers at Aaron? (laughs) (laughs) In that case, that is objectively horrible. (laughs) And would objectively cause Aaron to cry. Subjective or throw up. Don't do that again. <laughs> Did Josh give googly eyes to Aaron? That always happens. That make make that might make Aaron laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that is the objective truth. Subjectively behind it, it might be frustration, or it might be happiness, it might be just what the heckness. It might be, you know, another wide range of emotions. So when you you start saying when like, there's a m- emotional aspect to it. There's always going to be the objective and the subjective. The subjective, again, being that emotion that the person feels that you're not going to be able to know, but the objective being what is the action that they took and what is the result on them physically. Obviously, sometimes that combines, you know, someone gets into a rage and they do something that they shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, th- that's going to cause some issues. You know, Aaron just gets blinded by rage and goes and runs over Josh because nice. Josh you know, told Aaron that August Burns Red was the Dolly Parton of Hard Rock. Don't don't even go there.
2: Don't mess around with that. <laughs> okay. Got that?
0: So objectively, we see that Aaron runs him over. Subjectively, we don't know what's going on. So you do have this kind of mismatch of these concepts. And that's why anyone that goes, well, everything is black and white, forgets that there's a mismatch of black and white, which is gray. And that gray is where we live more often than not in these days. but. Because we live in the gray does not mean that my truth is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I think Aaron's mind, Aaron's brain, on level one to completely blown.
1: Can I just say Paul wins? Uh, that's all I'm saying. Paul wins.
0: How do I win? I got nothing. That's all. Johnson, hi, Do you got anything? Man.
2: <laughs> I just, man, yeah. I I looked up I felt like looking up the definition for relativism. Yeah. This is the doctrine that knowledge, truth, and morality exist in relation to culture, society, or historical context and
0: are not absolute. Yep. So the definition at dictionary.com of relativism is a theory holding that the criteria of judgment are relative, varying with individuals and their environment. <laughs> So, whereas yours okay. is more on the social culture definition. Yes. This goes down even down to the individual. Yes. Which was a big transformation in our culture uh, around 2001. We're, so, this was a whole shift in how we thought, where all of a sudden everything was relative. And people were warning, even at the time, that this new way we were thinking, the, the, how we were being relative on everything was going to lead to potential problems. Well, in 2018, Oprah says my truth and look here we are. My truth. Everyone has my truth that is not the truth. Oh. Everyone has my truth that is relative to the truth according to how they perceive the truth through their relative lens. <laughs> it's a broken lens. You know why that is? Cuz we're broken people. Mhm. All right. And so this is where I offer a few more thoughts here on truth and everything else that's going on. So right now, so at the start of around the year 2000 or so, what really became popular mainstream was this idea of postmodernism, that all truth was relative, and that truth that you believed in was true to you, and therefore it was true. Analytic philosopher Daniel Dennett said, Postmodernism, the school of thought that proclaimed that there are no truths, only interpretations has largely played itself out in absurdity, but it has left behind a generation of academics in the humanities disabled by their detrust, excuse me, their distrust, of the very idea of truth and their disrespect for evidence, settling for conversations in which nobody is wrong and nothing can be confirmed. Another person pointed out what they saw was, they they called inherent flaws, a postmodern anti-science perspective, his terminology, not mine. What they did was they said that it is self-contradictory, that all truths are relative, and it is strategically ambiguous. Now, this can go from everything from the phrase of my truth, you know, I feel a certain way, so therefore it's true. I feel whatever. But in recent politics, this has even come up. AOC is, well, she's famous in the Democratic Party. She is quoted as saying the following and this is from an interview. There's a lot of people more concerned about being precisely, factually and semantically correct than about being morally right. In other words, what she's saying is that doing the thing that is morally right, aka the thing that for her is good. And for her what's good may be increasing taxes, you know, make take care of the homeless, doing all these other things. Those are in her eyes, morally good, she is more concerned that someone agrees with that than being factually right. Again, this comes back to that, that concept of truth is relative. In this case, the truth is relative to what she sees as good. And this again comes back to the argument where Josh was saying that something needs to be baseline morally true. Well, there is no baseline. Everyone sees the worldview. And everyone sees how things are processed in the world through their worldview differently. It is therefore impossible to have a baseline moral set that everyone agrees on. You might have people of the same community agreeing on the same set of morals, but you're not going to have people from different communities agreeing on those morals. The Atlantic had an article called The Power and Perils of Speaking Your Truth. It's from 2018 again right around the time that this phrase really came to being and in this they quote someone as saying sometimes you know something is real and happened and is wrong even if the world says it's just the way things are what they're doing is they're saying i may see something and the world says this is how it is so for example they would use this for uh, businesses making and in, in their words too much money They have said over and over and over again, depending on which side of the aisle you are, that it is morally wrong to make X amount of dollars. And if you're making X amount of dollars, therefore, you are evil. Because again, in their relativistic truth, it is morally wrong. Now, this has gone so crazy that the psychologists have actually come up with new terminology. So one of the terminologies uh, is called truthiness or the quality of seeming or being felt to be true, even if not necessarily true. Then they have alt-truth, which is an ideological grouping associated with extreme conservative or reactionary viewpoints characterized by rejection of mainstream politics and the use of online media to disseminate deliberately controversial content. And then they also have this new word, which apparently was Oxford Dictionary Word of the Year one year, post- Truth. Post-truth is relating to or denoting circumstances in which objective facts are less influential in shaping public opinion than appeals to emotion and personal belief. That is what AOC was getting at earlier. The fact that she the emotions should be superior to the facts. And when you start going based on your emotion, as I said in the episode, the Bible says our hearts are deceptively wicked. Our hearts are going to want to go for what is most convenient, what is fastest, regardless of the way we get there. If that means that we have to cheat, steal, lie to get what we want because it will make us temporarily feel good, then that is our relative truth as compared to the actual truth of what you are told. The truth that we are actually told is, be patient, be kind, serve others, give generously. Again, if you want to use Josh's argument of a moral base, a moral foundation, a moral truth that's constant amongst everything, that's got to come from somewhere. And again, that part is going to be relative to the community of what you are at. If I'm building my truth, this sounds horrible. If I'm building my truth, and putting that in quotes, based on my morals that I build from my community, that means that my definition of truth and what my morals are, are going to change at all times. If I'm with my church friends, that means my morals and my truth and everything else is going to be based on that. Now, if I'm with my work friends, I'll use this as extreme morals may quote unquote change as Josh was trying to say where you're trying to fit in. But if I don't let my truth change based on that, and I realize that I have to stick to the truth, the truth being earth is round. Unlike Josh, where he was trying to explain earth is flat and he accidentally said round instead of flat. But, you know, the truth, earth is round, people deserve dignity, stealing is wrong, whatever that is, and I stick to that truth. And I'm not tickling the ears of those who just want to hear something nice that tickles their fancy, makes them feel happy, makes them feel proud. I stick to the truth no matter what. It doesn't then matter who I'm with or what my morals may, quote unquote, shift like to fit in and be a chameleon and disguise myself with them. As long as that truth is staying there. People will go, you know, sometimes you just need to do what you need to do. That didn't happen. Let's take a look at World War II. People who were over in Germany who did not agree what was what was going on. They purposely broke the laws to hide Jews in their house and help them get out. You have the Underground Railroad in the US. People who didn't agree with slavery who helped people get out. Anytime you look at one of those. The truth being pushed onto them at that time, and people might go, "Well, th- they were being told to do this. We are told every day what our truth should be to make it fit in with what is popular and expedient for society at large. Same thing was happening to them. only in their case with the Germans, let's say, uh, World War II, all that was kind of coming from Hitler and from his uh, leaders. In current day era. We don't have a Hitler. We don't have anything like that. Now, I'm not even going to get on it, but some people will call Trump a Hitler, but that's near here nor there. But we don't have a single person doing that under a dictatorship. Instead, what we have is we have actors, celebrities, social media influencers, etc., that are saying, this is the proper way you should talk. This is the proper way you should think. This is the truth on how you should interact with these situations, and this is what you should do. If you do not, you should be shunned. The whole concept of politically correct speech, talk, and thought. The fact is, that is what they're pushing as their truth to be the base truth. But the base truth, the reality, is different from the truth that they are pushing. And we need to start chipping away at this relativistic moralism, this relativistic truth that has come and crept into our culture, and get back to saying, this is what it is. You can't look at someone and say, you're a cat. And yet, there are people out there saying, my truth is, I identify as a cat. 20 years ago, those people would have been laughed out. But now, because everyone has to be true, in quotes, to who they are, and now everything that everyone says is true for them, it must all be taken seriously, and this concept of truth is slowly being eroded away. So, what are your thoughts on truth? Do we have any more a solid set standard of truth, or have we gone so far down the relativistic path that we may never get back to a time when truth is the thing that reigns supreme?